Hola, guys. It's me, Jaws Blake, as you well know. This is the Painter Fires podcast. Uh, it's mostly kind of like a blog and like a telling of theories and stories from like art life and all the little things that go on. Today, I'm going to be talking more about uh, AI art. Uh, it's become by far the one of the more popular episodes I've done in a couple of years, actually. So let's get back into it. I talk to a bunch of artists, I get a bunch of perspectives, I listen to a bunch of talks about it and stuff like that, and uh, I'll tell you what I found out. So let's get into it. AI art. I'm still very much anti-AI theft. I talked to a bunch of artists recently about it. And the consensus that most people came up with is it's a very new art form. It's probably going to be a couple of decades or at least a decade before it becomes more mainstream. Um, a lot of people had the same kind of perspective that it was just kind of falling off. It was going to fall off as quickly as it came on. And for the most part, I mean, you look at social media, you don't really see it as much. Um, I don't know if people got a lot of hate about it when they when they posted stuff or they lost followers or whatever it was, but there was definitely a backlash. Um, I didn't really, I don't know, like I said before, I saw people who posted it who knew, you know, there was theft to it and they kept saying, you know, well, you know, I'm just having a good time. People need to stop taking stuff so seriously and they lost quite a bit of support and then a lot of artists I know stopped posting just stopped I know that was a fear with me that I was just like I don't know that I feel comfortable posting in these spaces with my artwork knowing that people are or yeah people are basically right clicking and then scanning into some type of AI system like it was very it's very uncomfortable. It's a very off-putting situation to think that, you know, your hard-earned work that you've been working on, your style, your your comfortable ability is going to be just kind of Xerox copied and then sold to people. Um yeah, I just didn't feel good about it. I talked to my friend Jessica and Jessica was saying, she's like, she thinks it's exciting. She's like, there's a lot of ways to like play with it. She would never use it and then try and submit what she found off of it like it was her own. She said it was a good reference point, like the way Getty Images is. Um, which was funny because I remember in art school, like Getty was like a thing that they told us to use. They were like, you know, if you're looking for like body poses and stuff like that and you're not able to pay a model for a figure drawing class, then Getty is the next best good thing. And it's always been an artist reference site and stuff like that. Uh, people tried to liken it to that. And it's still not the same because you're not photocopying Getty's stuff and then using it. You're still having to physically like input it and make things and do stuff like that. I'm sure there are people who use Illustrator and they basically do like an overlay and then they trace it and then they do whatever. But I feel like that work's always kind of obvious that people do stuff like that. Like, it's not a... It's definitely not a wonderfully skilled thing. It's... it's In a lot of ways, it reminds me kind of the way NFTs worked out. Where people were making NFTs. 
And it's not to say that all NFTs were bad, but most of the NFTs that people put out were were hard crap. And it was just kind of one of those things where like it wasn't questionable on whether or not these great artists made these. Because it was like, no, not really. I mean, there were definitely a few that people made that were cute. They were cute and they were interesting, but they were never really complex. Like I never saw... I never saw anything from like a major artist that were really amazing. I knew lots of artists who were major artists who made them, but they didn't they didn't put their best foot forward on them. They didn't do any of that stuff. It was just kind of a quick thing to make to sell to fill pockets, you know, which is understandable. Like we all have those moments where we need we need money. So, I'm not knocking anyone for doing it. But I think that's the difference between, like, you made it as opposed to someone made it in your style so they didn't have to pay you. It's it's a little dark and a little, you know, fucked up, to be honest. Ah, and then I listened to professors on NPR. They had, like, six professors. And there were pros and there were cons. And the pros were... Like I said, references and giving people the opportunity who could never could make art the ability to like express themselves artistically. And I understood that. I understood that to a great extent. Like someone who is not able to do certain things. This gave them kind of a a window to be creative. I still don't think they should have stole art from artists to than sell to people so that people could have an experience. Like, I think if you really want to ha- do something, finger paint, digital paint, do all these things, and just, just be creative, you know? Like, just make make a mess. Make an artistic mess. Maybe you're not a figurative artist. Maybe you're a Pollock artist, where you're just chaos. And embrace that chaos, you know? Like, just make these things that are just wild and wicked (laughs) i had this uh discussion with this guy on my youtube painter files where he said he thought the pros of colonialism in the art world were that picasso studied in northern africa and it's well known in history books that that was the case and i was like but name the artists Name the countries. Like, Northern Africa is a big list of fucking people. Um, and then the time period and stuff like that. I was like, we know who Picasso is. We don't know any of the names of these other people. And, like, I'm sure somebody could pull up a name or two. But that's not common knowledge. So it's kind of one of those things where, you know, he was wrong, honestly. He was just wrong. He he wanted to put, like, this spin on it where it was like, Sure, there's theft in the art world and stuff like that, but we're better for it. And I was like, are we better for it, though? Are we better for it for the people who worked their entire lives to make this art form that you love and you want to draw and paint like and, you know, you want to buy prints and posters and postcards and all these things and see them in museums and then you can't because they're lessened by, you know, Lensa and I don't know the other names of them. Picasso? Something like that. Um, Yeah, it was just weird. It was weird. Uh, The other thing the professors actually said was quite a few of them kind of put their own work. They took their own photography 
And then they put that into the programs and then they moved it all around and cut it up like a Photoshop. And then they used that to then paint. But it was never like, it never came out as like, I did this, I let it make a thousand versions of this. And then I basically just tried to put them in contests and stuff like that against other artists who had made a bunch of things. Like, I don't feel like prompts, putting in prompts are the same thing as, like, learning the programming and figuring out, learning Photoshop, learning Illustrator, uh, learning how to actually paint and do all these things. Like, I just don't, I don't feel like they're equivalent. I think the biggest pro that I saw was this very light-skinned black woman. She was a little older. She said she tried to do it. And it was on a TikTok and she started weeping because she had never really seen herself portrayed as like a black woman in art. And when she saw it, she was like, it really like uncovered this kind of deep emotional bruise that she had. Because like as she got older, she said she got she her features came out a little more. But when she was younger, she was always told she wasn't black enough. She never saw like art that really represented her specifically. And in that, it gave her kind of a window into those those things, those moments, those emotions. And for that, that's beautiful. Like, that's what art is supposed to be. So, although I'm still vehemently against it, I can see how, in a lot of ways, it could be beneficial. I think it's got a long way to go. I also think it's probably going to fall off. It's almost like an ice bucket challenge type of thing where, like, everybody did it and then they haven't said anything about ALS since, which is sad. But that's kind of how these things work. Like, they're trends. Trends are trendy. They start, they stop. To all those people still using it, I mean, I hope it's working for you. Um, I hope you're not using the ones that are blatantly stealing from artists. It just seems kind of despicable to see all this outcry and upset about how these things are going. And then you just kind of go, meh, whatever. I'm still just going to do it. These artists need to just grow up and move on. Because theft is theft. You know? Particularly you're stealing from people who don't have the financial ways to go back at these billion dollar AI companies. Like even Microsoft has spent a crazy amount of money on it. So... You know, it's weird. You're you're fighting against the machine and the machine is winning. Because of apathy. Oof. Fuck. So I've been working mostly on these like oof. I'm trying to figure out the best way to describe them without telling you the details of them. Uh, I'm working on this project for this bar that is opening up, this brewery. And it's really going to be beautiful. I'm chomping at the bit to show you what it looks like. But I can't because they don't open until April. And it's supposed to be a surprise. So you're just going to have to believe me when I tell you. It's going to be really fun. Um... Alex seen it, and one of the owners has seen it. 
and they really love it. So I'm finishing up this week on some of the designs that I've been doing. Uh, my body hurts like hell. Uh, it's weird how that works. Like you get into this kind of vibe about things. You start making and doing and, and seeing and kind of really feeling your work. The flow of it comes together. And then you want to like celebrate it. But I'm holding back. Which is hard. Like, I want to tell my patrons. I want to show them. I want to do all this stuff. But I don't want to spoil it. So I'm just, I'm just calmly, anxiously sitting back. <laughs> it's a little insane. But I think it's going to be great when it's done, though. I think, I think it's something that's going to build towards my art legacy. Something that you'll see when you see... When you see it, you'll remember it's something that came from me a hundred years from now. And I'm excited about that. I've never done anything like this before. Like, I've done murals, but I mean, murals aren't the same. Murals are temporary. This could be something that's more permanent. So I'm thinking, I'm not really sure which way I'm going to do it. But, yeah. And then, you know... With mom and stuff, she's doing better. She's finally over COVID. That just happened. Um, so that's good. I'm a little nervous still. Like, I know long COVID and, like, side effects and stuff like that come about. So I'm just not sure. I'm not really sure exactly what to expect from that. Um, my dad says he's doing pretty good recently as far as all the things going on. And I don't know. I've got all of it going on all at once. It's in my head. It's in my heart. It's coming about. It's going to all these different like little directions and stuff. Finding focus in all of it, I think, is difficult and to some extent. Like it's really beautiful, and it's kind of amazing, but it's also surrounded by like weird bits of chaos. But I guess that's maybe just how the creative process is going to work right now. Maybe that's what me in my 40s being creative is about. So, yeah. Hmm. A lot. A lot to take in, Gladys. A lot to take in. All right, Gladys. Um, the end of the show. I hope you had a great time. I'll, I'll see you <laughs> a couple of weeks and do stuff like that, or next week. Depends on how all this stuff plays out. I'm I'm running around right now, but uh, thank you to all the new listeners. Uh, big shout out to the great sponsors: Yasutomi Inc., Artiza Paints, Artisan Wellness Project, E Life, <laughs> Foods. Um, yeah, we're doing it. So I'll talk to you next time. Paint around. Ciao.